On this week's podcast, we talk about legal news from Italy, our favorite restaurant in Ripa, and more listener mail. Welcome to the Tutto Dopio podcast, the show about an American couple totally in love who unplugs and uproots and leaves the heartland of America for a teeny tiny farm in rural Italy. It is going to be an adventure, and we are so happy to have you along with us and uh, to be able to share it with you. Thank you for downloading the podcast. Today is Sunday, April 6, 2014. I am your co-host, Bob, and I'm joined by my super foxy co-co-host and wife, Gina. Say hi, Gina. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Uh-oh, what's the matter? <laughs> you got a problem? Well, you have this new microphone stand and it's right in my face. Exato. Perfetto. So it's taking a little bit. Um, it's going to take some time to get used to this thing right in my face. We're trying to get the, we're trying to get your levels up mm -hmm. and um, for this to sound a little more professional. Okay. So now you've got equipment. <laughs> you look almost like you are wearing braces. Uh, really? In junior high. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of equipment all around <laughs> your face. So what's going on? Uh, nothing. Yeah, we had kind of a quiet week in terms of the yes, house, right? Yes, it's kind of nice. No, no looky-loos, although nope. I guess that's not so great because we don't have that many days left. Eh, so we're going to have to come up with a strategy here. Oh, I think, I think the strategy is to cut the price. <laughs> take, <laughs> yeah, probably. Take our lumps. Well, spring, <clears throat> spring has sprung, I would say here. Mm -hmm. We spent a good chunk of yesterday out in the, uh, in the yard. It was great. A little bit chilly. So it's 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 having a hard time like really shifting into spring, but mm -hmm. um, but nice, yeah. sunny, and we got a nice walk in yesterday. Nice slow. We had a fire last night. Yeah, that fire was pit. great. Yeah, yeah, really nice. And we got a nice slow day today. Right, we're still in our PJs. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice, you know, nice long sleep last night, and a um, few little things to do today, but not so much. Right, we're gonna take another walk, and yeah, I'm gonna go over to KP's and pick up some plants yep. that she's going to so, let me have so I can put those in the backyard. A little more gardening and um, mm -hmm. and and uh, and that's it. So uh, on today's podcast, we're going to do a little news from Italy okay. around the, uh, you know, the legal affair, the legal, uh, the court case okay. that we're running through. I thought we maybe we'd do a food highlight from our little town. All right. Sounds from good. Ripa Transone and then some listener mail and we'll wrap this up. Okay. Sound good? Sounds good. And now the news from Italy. Well, we got some more news from Italy. Yes, on the, we did. On the legal, on the legal front. Mm -hmm. So um, as many of you know, we are in the middle of a very long running court case um, because uh, a lawyer, somebody we thought was our lawyer, stole uh, a lot of money from us. Yes. And after he stole it, he, um, the way he covered his tracks was to forge a receipt. He made up a story about giving me money in a, a lot of money in a paper bag in uh, the Rome uh, parking lot at the, at the airport. Mm -hmm. That was his story. And um, to sort of you know, the, the cherry on the top of that story was a receipt that, was, um, that he forged with my signature. Of course, he had several copies of our signatures because, uh, you know, he was handling the, the paperwork. Right. So we got a little bit of news from uh, the folks at the lake having to do with an assessment of whether or not that was really my signature. 
Right. But I mean, this is the third one. So we've already gone through this twice before. That's right. So the first round, we hired an expert who um, found that this was not my signature and that Grella, oh, I'm not sure we can say his name, uh, Grello, uh, <laughs> uh, had in fact uh, forged the signature. Right. Then he hired an expert and lo and behold, his expert said it was his, that it was my signature. Exactly. And then the, the judge said, Basta. The judge who's now quit. Basta. Mm-hmm. Jabastanza. Mm-hmm. That's enough already. Stop. Enough already. Uh, I'll pick somebody. And so this is the so these are the findings from uh, from her mm-hmm. from 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 that expert. Right. So this came over by email, correct? That is absolutely right. In, in all in Italian. Okay. And what did you do? You Google translated. I Google translated, which, as we all know, is. Um, 100% perfect translation from one language to another. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very, actually, Google Translate's very useful, but the way I use it is, um, of course, if I'm stuck, I just use it, but I try to write in Italian, and I use Google Translate to check it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm struggling with a word, I enter, a, you know, various variations of the Italian word until I see something come out the, the other side that looks good. So do you want to read what, what she had to say? Sure. And then I'll give you my... Um, so we've got we we got two kinds of translation. We've got the Google Translate from Italian into English, and then the the Bob Translate from English into what it really means. Okay. So maybe just that first one and the last one. Okay, the signatures of Robert F. Nice found for comparison attest the habitual Robert Frank Nice to to subscribe sometimes in a more abbreviated and in capital letters, parentheses very personalized, sometimes in ways cursive, most extensive and most obscure. Yes. So what that means is that um, my handwriting stinks, and uh, you can't actually read it. So I, and this is true. I write the first initial, and then I just make this squiggle afterwards. So there's an R, and then a sloppy, 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 and then an N, and a sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. And that's supposed to be Robert Niece. So she's spot on. My wait, handwriting wait, I like this. stinks. Well, the actual signatures of the niece, is that you? That's what I want you to call me from now on, the niece. Show a liveliness, which is expressed by natural and genuine spontaneity, Spontaneity. I make the letters typical up. Typical variations of the executive. The That's two signatures me. on the checks pr- propose instead stretched and sh- slowed execution and a static physio- physiognomy, which belongs to the design and denounces the considerable control executive. I have no idea what that means. I spent some time thinking about it. Is that it or do you, want, do you keep going? I think I know what that means. There's something about swelling and stop buttons and <laughs> yeah, looks tense and then even edges. Yeah. So the checks, what she's saying is when I write, I write like nobody's looking, mm-hmm. like nobody's ever going to read it, right. which is true. Right. So that's what I said. I kind of like, I wing it and make it up. That's what she's saying. Liveliness, spontaneity, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. And no, no executive function. I mean, all that means is there's no deliberateness to it. The two checks, which we think mean the receipts, but maybe he wrote checks. I, I don't, we don't know. Uh, that's saying that whoever wrote those things moved more slowly and more deliberately and consciously in uh, signing them. Okay. That you, is definitely not me. So you really think they can figure that out from... Hmm. Handwriting magic. Okay. So and this big, is, this is her final line? conclusion. I, well, I think it's a she, although that, I mean, that's who I wired money to. Yep. These findings can only lead one to conclude that the signatures on checks are certainly due to the hand of Go ahead and say his name, but put an O on the end. It's got all three names. Well, just the last, his last name, the G name. 
Grello. Grello. Like Jello. <laughs> he wiggles a lot. So? So? So what the independent handwriting anal analyst says, says he it's forged not, it. It's not Bob, not my signature, and it is Grello's mm -hmm. So you, in fact, did not go to the airport, the Rome airport parking structure, and, and receive a brown paper bag full of cash, euros, and no. sign for them. No, I did not. You did not step into the back seat of that car. No, I did exchange. not. I absolutely did not. <laughs> I didn't. No, I. I, I wish know I'd been. You didn't. I wish I'd been this. You know, it's like articulate in Italian. Here we are, another handwriting expert, and oh, I'll tell you what's ridiculous. Here's what's really ridiculous. So when this case is done, <clears throat> he has the opportunity to do two more appeals, and all the time the clock is ticking. Mm -hmm. So this all has to be done by July of 2017, and the the latest. Uh, little you know wrinkle that we said last week is that the judges are maybe I don't, yeah I think it was last week the judge is uh, stepping down mm -hmm. she's a part time attorney who works mm -hmm. for uh, his defense attorney works with his defense attorney she's stepping down new judge Grello can uh, demand that the the case start completely over again which will just push things back so nothing is going to happen right he is never going to be convicted right um, and we'll make a call about whether it's worth um, you know continuing to to mush on. You know, from from the standpoint of more content for the podcast, it makes a lot of sense <laughs> to keep going. Oh, my. Okay. Sweet baby Jean. Yes. There are some good eats around the farm, around the Tutodopio farm. Yes. There's lots of them. And a lot of seafood down at the at the sea, um, right on the spiaggia, right on the beach. Mm -hmm. Fantastic, right? Mm -hmm. There's a pizza yeah. place that we go to. And the like, restaurants are on the beach. Yep. There's a pizza place down there in Grotamare that we go to on usually on Sunday, mm -hmm. almost always when we first arrive. Mm -hmm. Lots of uh, families down there. It's a joint beer, pizza, good salads. Uh, soccer, is the football is always on. We like that. But let's talk about... You know, there's a gem of a restaurant. Our our village is a teeny tiny village. It's been there since prehistoric times. Ripa Tranzone, R-I-P-A, Tranzone. Uh, it's a hill town right before the Adriatic and uh, kind of small. Mm -hmm. uh, but a, there's a fantastic restaurant that we just happened upon when we were... One of the uh, very yeah, first times. The, exactly. I mean, I think we went there for lunch when one of the first times we found the, found the land. Exactly. Or I think maybe we drove back the next day to look at the land again and maybe we stopped in, in town Holland. and looked around so the place is called yeah uh, so it's called uh rosati no, osteria rosati mm -hmm. and it's on i don't know what the street is but it's it's the main street it's the main street right through if you if you're standing at the church and you and you turn you're facing the church it's to your left mm -hmm. about i don't know a block, a block, but yes. not a block means much. Block right. and a half, something like right. that. And it's on the right-hand side, Rosati. Right. And so uh, Giuseppe um, and his mother uh, run the place. Well, we never see the mom. She's in the kitchen cooking. Um, and it is spectacular. Yep. So, so we usually order well we never really i mean we say what we want and then and then giuseppe says oh no i mean then he just brings out what he thinks we should be eating so That's pretty much true um so we always do a nice antipasti so 
what is that? Oh, that's the best ricotta, like really nice wet ricotta with um, truffle, olive oil, and lots of pepper. Correct, black pepper. Yes, and salt. And yep. then they do some warm olives with sausage. Yes. Fantastic. And mm. then what else do we have? We usually get uh, some salami. Oh, yeah. There's a big or, uh, platter prosciutto. of different meats. And, and then that's the first time we ever had pecorino cheese with honey. With honey. So, so good. Um, and then... And then, I mean, you're pretty, you know, we're pretty full, but we always have right. a, some kind of an entree. So we always do, well, I always do a pasta. Mm. If mama has made lasagna, I always get her lasagna because it's nine layers of, of magic. Um, it is. The, uh, that lasagna, I mean, everything is good there, but the lasagna, and she doesn't make it every day. Uh, it is, it, I don't know how to explain it. It is very, very fine, very thin Thin, pasta. thin, thin, and it's a bachamelle sauce, yeah. so light. I mean, there's not much meat or anything between the layers. It's, oh, it's just. But it's rich enough. I mean, it's not. Ooh, yeah. And it's it's like it's laminated. You know what I mean? What do you it, mean? It's uh, like layer, 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 very thin layers. Oh. Pushed, you know, not squeezed or anything, but they're so thin, mm-hmm. and it's not super wet. No, it's no, it's, it's more on the dry side. It's magical, but not dry no. to the taste. I mean, no. it's great. So I usually do that. Um, if it's or I'll do a cannelloni or something, something mm-hmm. stuffed. You'll usually you usually do just a simple spaghetti with some kind of either red sauce or something spicy. Right. Um, in the wintertime, you actually get rabbit, mm-hmm, quite right? Good. Yep. Um, we'll get, yeah, we'll get some kind of green um, mm-hmm. um, that's been that's been made, like a chard, mm-hmm. uh, uh, like a Swiss chard or a uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Uh, chicory. Yeah, chicory. So they chicory. always serve chicory, which is fantastic. I mean, it's just contorni, and that's right? a place where we always spend a two-hour lunch, right? Have a nice glass of wine. Bottle. We have a nice bottle, bottle of wine, wine. Um, and then after, we always have. A nice cafe, espresso, um, and they bring these little plates of cookies, which are always sitting in the in the window, which are just fantastic. I I mean, it is it's probably one of my favorites in terms of traditional Italian food. It is so good. I mean, it's a little expensive when we go there, but but it it is. It's a special. It's it a, special a special lunch. lunch. It's a very small place. The bar is in the front. A couple of steps in the back. Uh, just a couple of few tables. Uh, it's very clean. Very, very clean. professional. Yeah. Giuseppe is so sweet. Yeah. I mean, he's oh, he's at first he's a bit standoffish, and you think, oh my god, who is this character? But he's really good to us. Yeah, and when we walk a, down the street. He tells me if Mama's made lasagna or not. Right. <laughs> Uh, so check it out. It's a, I mean, it's, it's Rosati, R-O-S-A-T-I. Do they have a web page? They don't. I looked oh, they this don't. morning. Okay. I, I don't think they have one yet. Maybe we can help okay. them when we, when we, uh, get there. All right. Fantastic food. Very, you know, sort of typical Marquesian. Yes. Uh, food, all local wines, fantastic wines. Right. And, and Giuseppe will, um, steer you. I mean, we, we, we asked for a very, very nice bottle of red wine. Which I love. Yeah. And, uh, he 
said no. No. I mean, not lunch. Not lunch. You're not, you're not going to be you here long enough. You need to be able to open it. And he, he said, it, I mean, he wasn't worried about us. He was yeah, worried yeah, about yeah. it. He was worried about it being not right for right. the wine. Right. We weren't right, right. for the we wine. Weren't, yeah. We didn't have enough time to really appreciate the wine. No. Um, but yeah, we've taken everybody there. Yep. And everybody loves it. And so if you're in the area. Fantastic food. It's it's just Great. If you're Just there, great. If you, if you, all these places that we make suggestions, you have to check out which days they're closed, which days they're open, yeah. and whether they're open for lunch. I, uh, Rosati's always open, I think, usually open for lunch, and I can't remember what day he's closed, but, but check it out. It's, it's well worth, it's well worth visiting. We got what? Listener. Oh, okay. I was still reflecting back on the Rosati bit. Like, I think I forgot. Let me just explain those olives a bit more. I mean, the roast, the warm olives with the sausage, a little bit of olive oil. I think there's rosemary in it. It's really, really good. My mother loved that dish. Do you know what we're observing? I'm stuck. (laughs) I'm stuck on the food thing. (laughs) I just want to make sure we, we, we did a good job on that because it's really great. And now I'm. If really you, reflecting on, oh man, only 92 days and I get to have that food. If you all haven't listened to the um, the previous podcast, I guess it was podcast 11, um, I recommend you do so because Gina had not eaten then. And you'll notice that anytime food comes up, she um, spends a lot of time imagining in her mind what it would be like. <laughs> be and like... this morning we've only had our cappuccini. Um, and I think maybe we're a little peckish <laughs> and therefore we're spending time on the olives. Okay. So that's it for listener and mail. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm paying attention. I'm yeah. no longer sitting we got some, at Rosati. We got some good listener email this week. I mean, it's good every week, but we got a couple of guys this okay. time, which which is which is good. Okay, uh, just one more thing, and and you'll probably cut this. But when we went to Rosati the last time and sat outside, do you remember those baked, the oven baked tomatoes? There's no way I'm cutting this. <laughs> that was unbelievable, right? Oven baked tomatoes just like that not on bread nothing like that and and i think they gave us some oven baked potatoes and oh okay. fantastic all right. right listener mail okay and that's it for listener mail <laughs> <laughs> there's no way i'm cutting that it's just proof positive <laughs> this is what i live with it's fantastic <laughs> a woman who's more as as or more interested in food than the man that's fantastic i'm living i'm living the dream Bob and Gina, my name is Nick B, and his last name uh, is clearly Italian. I live in Buffalo, New York. My wife and I were married in Positano. We mm. travel to Italy every year. In Positano. Italy, Positano, sorry. In Italy, they call me Nicola. Mm-hmm. We love your podcast and enjoy the, your playful banter. Uh, but wait, this is one of the few men that have ever written in. Thank you, that's Nicola. My, that's my point. We got a couple from guys this time. I'd uh, love to hear more about the area you'll be living in, how you found it, the ordeal you may have gone through to actually buy it. We well, heard a little bit of that and what you will both do when you get there. So we're going to try to, we're growing grapes. We're going to grow some olives. We got olive trees in. We've got uh, some fruit trees in. We're going to put some nut trees in. Maybe next year we'll start a beehive. Yeah. We, so basically we're hippies. We have no idea what we're doing. Um, and, uh, but we got people helping us. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to mm-hmm. learn Italian and we're going to shift gears significantly from our current lives in, in uh, St. Louis. Yes. No more, no more science. 
Not for well, I mean, we have to learn. Not public health science. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then he makes a suggestion about uh, Italian music, which I think is uh, good and uh, sort of a backhanded compliment to country music. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Look forward to listening to many more of your adventures. You relocate once you arrive and get settled in Italy. Ciao, Nick. That's very nice. Thank you very much, Nicola. And we agree. I think that uh, when we get there, there's going to. I mean, we have. We're. Sh- we'll. Sh- we are sharing a bunch of the stories that we've got. But in you know when they're happening in real time, I think it's going to be great. So stick with us, please. And uh, th- thanks so much for the email. Yes, I mean there are often days when we're there where we just kind of look at each other at the end of the day when we're lying there in bed, and we just laugh, right? Because we can't believe. Somebody, what happened? Somebody was hunting for asparagus, fell down the cliff, lost their watch, and spent four hours looking for it with yes, their buddy. Yes, on our land. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, like a $10 watch. Um, yeah. So I think it'll be it'll be much more interesting once there, we're there. There might have been some uh, grappa or vino involved <laughs> with that story. Uh, okay. Here's, uh, here's one from a uh, friend, Steve. I used to work with him. Oh, it came out of the blue. Kind of surprising. That's I haven't, I haven't nice. talked to him for a while. I started listening to your podcast, very nice, by the way, and realized that you'll be in the U.S. for less than 100 days. Um, made me think of goodbyes. Uh, uh, this is, he's talking about people that he worked with and had a concentrated, you know, sort of, in, you know, in, working together every day. And mm-hmm. then somebody leaves and you don't think you're ever, you may probably won't see them uh, ever again. It was usually a little sad, but that seems to be the way things were. Now social media uh, lets us keep those loose bonds that meet, at least my, emotional needs. When I was traveling a lot for work, just playing words with friends with certain people made me feel like I was staying connected. My ping of a playing word always solicited a return ping, and that was that was enough. The internet That's has sweet. eliminated the necessity of goodbye, which I think is right. Mm-hmm. And then, So here's what he said. It's really cool. Hearing your voice on the podcast made me think back to the better parts of my days where we worked together, where we're creating new stuff, requiring a mix of intellectual horsepower with creative flexibility. At least from my perspective, the podcast will help me maintain those loose bonds. So keep them going. Good luck to you and Gina on your continued adventure. That's really sweet. Yeah, nice, right? Yeah, that is. So, Steve, come visit us. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the loose bond of, you know, like, uh, podcasts. Yeah, preferably Seriously. in the fall when we have to harvest. Yeah, come visit us and work. <laughs> what about these loose bonds? <laughs> we, need, we need some heavy lifting. Okay, here's one from Lisa and Francis. Oh. It's just really short. I think I found your true calling, Bob. That's the only person who said it about the podcast. They're usually talking to you. They're delightful. Love to you both. We love you guys, too. And please come and see us. And then um, from my niece. Who's a new mom again? Mm-hmm. Sarah. Lexi, that's The mother my, of Clark Kent, for those mother, of you who, exactly. who, who have gotten through those podcasts. So she's saying that uh, my sister took her daughter, so grandma took uh, Ella for a slumber party last night. Since Kyle, that's her husband, is on a business trip, that meant Clark and I got to catch up on your podcast. So fun to hear your voices and uh, of uh, my dad and Mary Marie. Uh, makes me miss you guys all the more. Love the shout out for little Clark. He's famous now. Can't believe it's coming. Uh, the end is coming so soon. Time's flying by. Uh, dreaming about when we can get ourselves over there someday soon. Can't wait for more. Signed, the nursing mother contingency. And and there, so Clark is maybe two months old. Something like that. The, and he already has a passport. Right? right? On. Yeah. They're right? serious about that kind of stuff. They are. That's great. We yeah. love we love that one. I mean, Samantha started traveling when she was really young, and the Barnage kids traveled young, and right. it's great. So we're looking forward to seeing all of you. All of you. Anybody who wants to come, just let us know. We'll we'll set you all up. <laughs> It'll be fun. There might be some work involved. The mm. land is steep, but it's beautiful. And there's always some wine at the end of the day. And maybe some karaoke. 
right? Yes. We'll have a good time. All right? So stay in touch. Thank you so much for the listener emails. We really appreciate it. Gina. Yes. Podcast number 13, A Baker's Friggin' Dozen. What do you think about that? Done. Just like that. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that Done. was fast. Yeah. Yeah. And we, now, and well, we got Sunday ahead of us. I know. I just got a few things to do. And, yeah. I'll help you. Okay. I'll, I'll direct. I'll okay. watch you. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Shall I? Yeah, give them the deets. Okay, if you want to send us an email, our address is tutodopio at gmail.com. That's T-U-T-T-O-D-O-P-P-I-O at gmail.com. Or you can visit us online at tutodopio.com. That sounds really repetitive. Uh, well, whatever. Like us on Facebook. And repetitious. <laughs> and redundant. Yeah, redundant. Maybe that's it. Facebook.com backslash farm. All one word. Or follow us on Twitter. Here it comes. Our Twitter handle is tutto underscore dopio. T-U-T-T-O underscore D-O-P-P-I-O. And if you like the podcast, please be sure to give it a review or a rating on iTunes. Thanks so much for those of you who have taken the time to do that. I know that it, it takes a little bit of work, but it's we really, really, really appreciate it. And it does help other people find the podcast. Today, as we've been doing, we're going to close out our episode with another aspiring artist. But I have to say... This one is very, very special. Yeah. So, so yesterday, um, my dear friend KP uh, brought her son over, Jake, who is a classic guitarist, and, and he's been playing for six years. Six years. He's fourteen. Right. Um, and so I thought, oh boy, we should have Jake be one of our aspiring artists. I had never heard. I mean, I knew he was really talented. His mom speaks. So lovingly about him, you had not heard him. And so he came over with his beautiful guitar and blew us away. That's right. Right? And so he and his brother, Henry is a pianist. Um, did did his dad respond? They're having a benefit concert. They're U-City kids. Um, when is it? Did he say? If not, we can put it up on the blog. If those of you who are in the area. Um, Stand by. Okay. Stand I've got, by. I've got real-time information. Oh, fantastic. Okay. okay. Monday, April 28th, for those of you in the St. Louis area, from 7 to 8 at the Brittany Woods Middle School uh, in the theater room. Uh, $10 donation uh, helps offset the cost of the 8th grade career fair. The donation is a true donation, so if you can't afford it and want to be there, you can. Um, if you'd like to give more, that, of course, would be... Um, um, you know, very much appreciated. So there you go. It's okay. like we got a newsroom. It's coming in over the teletype. <laughs> so there you go. That's the details so that's on, on, uh, on Jake and Henry. So here it is. Here it is. This is uh, Jake Giles playing a song called Driving. Gina, Boca a Lupo. Crepi el Lupo. Ciao, baby. Ciao, 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 ciao.
Be true. Imagine all the tacos we could buy for some dumb earrings.